I'm Ben. I'm Cameron. And I'm Evan. And this is Dads with Cars. Welcome. Tonight we're going to be talking about all manner of things, but I think we need to start off with this week's events and rental car shenanigans. Yeah, so as we were just discussing without announcing the topic, uh, my wife crashed the Q5, which in and of itself isn't really a bad thing. (laughs) Like, I showed up, and I was not like, oh, damn, you crashed the Q5. I'm like, hopefully it's a total. Yeah, you never liked that car. No. I never have. World's favorite SUV? And massively hated by everybody on Top Gear or Grand Tour. I don't know. Anyway, whatever show those guys are on. Um, Unfortunately, not totaled. Oh, yeah. So I was going to ask, where is it now? It is at uh, Pan American... Whatever, yep. which has been bought by something that sounds like a company you shouldn't ever <laughs> trust your car to. It's like Crash Masters or something. I think they're like still that. called. Is it, was it Caliber Co- Collision? Or no, what? it's 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 legit. Like oh, did they change Crash their name? Ma- yeah, they changed I thought their it name. Was Pan American still. Ch- well, Crash McCrashy. <laughs> crashy, <laughs> crashy McFixie. Um, <laughs> crashy McFixie dent. <laughs> That's where I brought the nine eleven to have them do the rear bumper, which right. I would take. A 911 there to have fixed. They are it's absolutely talented. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hang on. It's huge. It is easily one of the biggest indoor workspaces I've ever seen. It, it's enormous. It it's like, like a an, full city block. Yeah, it looked like an airline factory. They're called you know? Crash Champions. <laughs> crash Champions. <laughs> crash Champions? Really? If really. You, if you need your you car crashed, come to Crash <laughs> Champions. <laughs> no, if I mean, you're not first, you're last. <laughs> it's, it's, if you're like, not first, we're crashing your car. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like something that that it's like straight out of like the 1970s, right? It's like, hey, this weekend in Milpitas, crash champion, yeah. be there, five dollars, free hot dog on entry. Yeah, we're taking we're taking Ford Mustang Mach twos and Mustang twos and Bronco twos, and we're crashing it. It's crash champions. Okay, so that's where the car is now. Yeah, crash champion. So, <laughs> it sounds pretty. It's pretty douchey. You know, like douchey. if you're like a car guy, like I feel like we're real car guys. Yeah. We really are. Hey, where'd like, you take your car? Where's your like, car, dude? You're at the meet. You know, everyone's yeah, yeah. talking about cars. And you're like, oh, it's over at Crash Champions. No, no, you're you're quite. You're like Crash Champions. Yeah, and they're like, where? Or you know what I would do? I would say, you know, I can't remember the name of the place, but it used to be called Pan American. Yeah, oh, no, you it had a it, nice yeah. name back hey, in the day. Wait, so where's the car? Oh, it's over at Sea Champ. Sea Champ. Oh yeah, C-Champ those guys. Would be so much C- better. Sea Champ. Yeah, I know those oh, guys. Oh my god. It's like none of us are going to talk about the companies that we work for, or don't work for, but let us. Let's just say none of us work for Crash Champions. We work for companies that have actual branding. Yeah. All right. So the the car the car is at Crash Champions. <laughs> Your car is Please number just... one in line at Crash Champions. Yeah, it's right behind the Bronco too. Um, can you call it Sea Champs from now on, please? Like I can, I can sea Champs is even worse. No, Sea Champs I can hear with a straight face. What about Sea Champ? Kind of like, 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 like Champ, Champ de Lille. Champ de Lille. Ooh, yeah, what's, exactly. what's champions in uh, Spanish? I don't know. Champion? What about I, crash? I guess. I don't know. I can't, not off the top of my head. Yeah, it's like. Shoot. Shoot. Shoot <laughs> fiesta. That's what they call it in the Tour de France when they have a crash. They call it a shoot. Uh, 
Mm. I think right. that might be because they just shoot mm. down the road. I don't know. All right. The car is getting repaired. Wife had a fender bender. Yep. So so sadly, the car is getting repaired. Yeah. Car is getting repaired. Um, it needs a new front bumper. And something's up with the suspension because it immediately threw, which I was going to ask you about, Ben, it immediately threw the uh, steering Broken calibration error right. thing. Right. So and this, so you this, couldn't move the wheel. Like, no matter how hard oh, you turned uh, it, it would not move. So there's hope yet. Well, could, could it be a sensor? Yeah, that's actually I thought it was a sensor. True, right? The whole rack goes out. <laughs> and they're just like, the rack's like three grand. The car's worth five. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, the, ra- the, there is the, rack, the rack's gone out because the frame's been bent. and then you're That'd done. be so great. I just remember when that guy bumped into me in Willow Glen and you guys like, I said, hey, I just got in an accident, and you guys like swarmed the place, kind of. Yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile I'm sitting there by myself for three hours. So, like, how yeah, do well, I Hey, I, I was like, I'll come. I'll, Excuse I'll come me. party with you right now. I drove past because it's... <laughs> I, I, oh, you were one of the two RS5s I saw then yesterday. Well, I don't know, because I texted you afterwards, and I said, are you still waiting? And, and you said, no, 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 I'm long gone. Oh, what time was that? Oh, it must have been, like... Six. Yeah, I, was, I think it was done. But I did because I could. I was like, I did a detour on my way home to drive past St. Chris. Oh, ah. there. Oddly, there were um, two different RS fives that went by. Oh. One not the same generation as yours, and then one was identical to yours. So the, I mean, the B9, not identical. B nine and B eight point five. Yeah, or whatever. I'm yeah. gonna guess the dude that lives on the other side of. What colors were they? Same as yours. Oh wow, gray. Yeah, because there's one that lives just down the street. And it's like, what what model is that one? That's a B nine. It's a new one. Yeah, and it was it was probably that guy. Well, it was. I think his is blue. Is it? Yeah, like the Nagano blue. Huh. No, these were definitely the same, or some derivative of the color that yours is. There is definitely one that li- there's another like B eight like mine that lives like two streets over as well, but I don't see that very often. Mm. Mm-hmm. Easy to mistake. The text that got me laughing pretty hard last night was actually, I, I might have to look it up and edit <laughs> this part, but uh, where it said, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done this. That's have, right. So, I, how long were you I waiting for? I should have done this first. How long was you waiting for the tow truck? Yeah. I got there at 10 after 3. I left there 5.40, maybe. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah, it was pretty grim. That's and then, of course, the shop was closed, and they, I then had to negotiate to get the car taken back to their yard so that it could be dropped off at Sea Champs this morning. Yep. Um, yep. So that was fun. And then got home and had just finished eating a burrito and then immediately had to go out and get a rental car because of a yet another fiasco with my wife trying to get a rental car and the hits keep coming. Like then this morning or this afternoon, it was like, Oh, you know, I was driving and I had a cup of coffee in my hand and it went everywhere in the rental car. I'm like, really? What? Really? Like really? Yeah. If anything, at this point, just don't tell you. Why would she even tell you? Yeah, please just edit. Why would you just just go deal with it? Yeah. Like, and again, like none of this I care about. I'm not like, Oh my God, you're a terrible driver. I, she's an excellent driver. Everybody doesn't pay attention at some point. She did say that's the first accident she's ever been in. She's she's a rational driver. Okay. Good to know. And, um, yeah, but those things, it's like, okay, my name's on the rental car agreement, and you've sprayed coffee everywhere. 
I'm less than impressed with that, I guess. I can't find the text, but it was something along the lines of, I hope whatever you get, you know, at the rental car company tomorrow is truly awful. <laughs> yeah, we were speculating. Right. Okay, so what, what did you think? That, what did yeah. you think I was going to get? Let's play the game. Oh, I, um, I'm going to go. I was going to say Cadillac. You did say Cadillac. Yeah. You did say yeah. Cadillac the, in the, yesterday. Right. Is it American? It's definitely American. Chrysler. Uh, uh, you're thinking of a Dodge. No, like, I'm not. Like a Charger I'm, or something I'm, like that. No, maybe? I'm thinking like a Chrysler. Oh, like a 300. Yeah, the Chrysler 300. Yeah, or the, there you go. Like Obama's. What was car, the other? Right? What was the one that was the smaller one that was even worse? Like <clears throat> the 200 or whatever. They did make a 200. Yeah. But the 300, you know, that was for a while when that first came out. I was like, hey, look at this Bentley or look at that Rolls Royce coming down the street. Yeah, or look at this mob boss car that... Yeah. Yeah. I admit, you know, what? when they're not overdone, some of those are they're done perfectly. I think that those cars can look kind of cool, but I don't know if you've ever sat inside one of them. Oh, I've driven one. Yeah, it's I've never driven one, but I've sat inside one. I, was I like, drove oh, wow. the uh, SRT8. I'm spoiled. Okay. Well, that's supposed to be like an upgrade, right? It's the Hemi. Yeah. And not just the small Hemi, it's the big Hemi. Hemi. What does Hemi even... I know, uh, I know what it means. Yeah, you know what it means. Does it even really mean anything, though? No. Every Audi is a Hemi. PT Cruiser. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. I had one of those. Is I, that what you were talking about? Yeah. That's, that's what that, you wanted to They do. don't that's make what those anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, what about the HHR? That's like kind of like the PT Cruiser, but like but with the, the Chevy. Like extended, yeah. Yeah. extended cab. No. Uh, so none of those. You guys want to go second round? Uh, I Volt. Okay, that's a reasonable thing. Uh, fusion. <laughs> Ford, Ford, Ford Fusion. fusion. <laughs> okay, so Evan, I, I didn't get the Fusion, nor did I get the thing that I, I'm about to mention, but Evan's actually pretty close in what was on offer. They were like, how about an Edge? I'm like, do they even make those Ford anymore? Edge? I, and I don't know if they make them anymore, but I was like, No. It's you like know? it's like an aircraft carrier. <laughs> it's like a it's like a tiny lowered, uh, what's the exploder? The explorer. Yeah. Um. So you know I'm up there, and it's now about nine something or eight something in the evening, and you can tell this guy doesn't care. Legit doesn't care. It's like. To your face. Anything on... Doesn't care about what you want or just doesn't care and will give you anything you want? Yes, Ben. Oh, it's like, I like that. It's yeah. like, look down this row of cars. Like, what do you want? Got a couple of Mitsubishis? I'm like, nope. Never <laughs> driving a Mitsubishi. I RAV4? Nope. No. <laughs> the Edge? No. You know, and then it's like, well, what, about, what about... No, there was nothing like that. Mustang. No, because no, they, they, don't, they don't have that stuff there. No. Not at SJC. You were at SJC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So everything, everything's terrible. Like typical rental car, terrible. Yeah. And he's like, well, I have this Volvo XC90. Ooh, what? And I was like, I'll take the Volvo. Yes, please. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, oh, wait, but there's like this, you know, something else ridiculous. And I was like, no, I'll take the Volvo. And he offered me one other thing. I'm like, I'm good with the Volvo. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to get out of here before like this guy realizes that he's just massively upgraded me from like the crap Mitsubishi yeah. whatever thing. How, uh, how many times did the infotainment system crash on the way home? Uh, <laughs> it took me 15 minutes, Ben, to figure out where the radio was. Yes. And yes. I damn near crashed the car trying to find the radio. It, it's a it's a very wow. good looking car from the outside. It is a pile of junk on the it's inside. so terrible on the inside yeah. in terms of like the, and I mean, 
maybe I'm divulging too much, but I do user experience as a job. And yes, it's awful. No matter how curious I am, I can't find anything. It took 10 minutes to turn the heating on. I'm like, yep. What do I do? Yep. Think like a Swede. Yeah, think I'm not, like I'm not a, a Chinese of... person who's thinking <laughs> like a Swede. <laughs> That's the problem. They tried to t- t- translate Swedish into, into Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It looks nice. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, I kind of like this thing. I'm like, nope. no. No. Yeah, I'm not a, a fan. Of, yeah, no, I, I, I've, I've done that. We've seen a few, and, and, and Lindsay's been like, oh, that's quite nice. I'm like, hard no. That's, yep, they never are, hard no. They are pretty. It's never happening. Uh, but I need knobs and buttons to do at least the air conditioning. Yeah, there's none of and that. I'd love at least a volume knob, even if it's just by all by itself. There is a the volume corner, knob. like Audi does. You know, there's a yeah. volume knob with a play and pause, and it was like, okay, does this turn the radio on? It does nothing. Really? doesn't turn the power of the radio nope. on? Nope. That's... Nothing. And you can't turn the screen in the middle off because it's everything. It's the drive mode. It's the HVAC. It's everything. How many buttons do you need to press to get the radio on once you figured it out? It was on the steering wheel, okay. which opened up a menu that was like media. I'm like, I don't think of radio as media. Yeah, but the car okay. does. And then it was like radio, AMF. Like, yep. My eyes are not on the road at this point. <laughs> At all. Like, I'm center console looking nothing. Like, the binnacle with the two fake gauges, kind of nothing. Then all of a sudden, a menu pops up, like, which covers the speedometer. Yeah. Brilliant. Great. Like, radio. And then all of a sudden, the center console lights up again. The whole thing changes, and it's radio. It's like, okay. Yeah. And then I can't figure out what station I'm on, because it's only presets, and it's loading all the, like, digital information. I'm like... I don't know what radio station, like the name of the radio station that I want to listen to. Like even the Boxster with the stupid, anytime I'm not using um, the Apple thing. CarPlay. CarPlay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the radio comes up and it looks like an old school tuner, like with the, you know, the frequencies and then the names of whatever you're listening to are beneath and you push the button like you would on an old school radio and it goes over to the thing and. Yep. Now I'm listening to 105.3, right? Like, I don't know what 105.3 is called. You don't know what 1077 The Bone is? You don't listen to The Bone? I don't listen to The Bone. Oh, bro. Is that a... a, That's a thing. Yeah, I listen to The Bone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, like, 105.3 is called Dave. Like, 97.3 is called Alice. Oh, yeah. Alice. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, but, like, Dave is hilarious. And... Anna's ex-husband is Dave, and it's always like, <laughs> there's a wackadoodle party going on all weekend on Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always leaving that on because I just think it's funny. Um, I think I listen to 1035 every morning with Charlie on the way to school. And we, sad. And, and we listen to these, <laughs> uh, like, you know, call, second date updates, you know, yeah. where they call the person and try to get them to go out with them. Uh, and stuff like that. Oh, it's a morning show. Got it. And it, I must say, it's quite entertaining. Like, but what's the, the music really format? funny. It's all 103.1. Oh, it's sad. No, it's like trash. Power ballads? No, it's like trashy pop music. Oh. Yeah. Kind of just yeah. Nasty, yeah. nasty pop music that I don't Okay. Um, anyway, radio station from your childhood. Oh, man. I should know. Um, 
something killer down in in Miami of all places. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take a minute. Come on back that to one. that. Yeah. What, what radio station from your childhood? KWSS. KWS. KWS. Q107. Oh, solid. Mm. That got syndicated. I thought for sure you're gonna be like BBC Radio One. No, I, I not not before I was in the US. I don't really remember radio from before. Like, yeah, you had four choices, I, right? Right. Well, when I went when I got back to the UK, then it was all like Radio One and. Yeah. And Capital Radio and all this other all these other radio stations. They did a bunch of work on XFM, which was mm. a London radio station. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. But yeah, like my childhood like Q one oh seven. Q one oh seven. I don't remember the name of the station. I, I can't remember it, but I definitely remember it's I like listening to classic rock station, you know. It's the classic rock. Well we had we K Rock. Yeah, K Rock was syndicated after a while, but we had two that were huge here in San Jose. One was KS Joe, 92.3. <laughs> uh, the lame top 40 station was KWSS, which played all the 80s music. Uh, and then Because it was the 80s, though. It was the 80s <laughs> and so, the 70s. So, so it was just pop music. It was just music. <laughs> uh, and then KOME, which I still see people rocking the KOME bumper stickers. They're like black and orange, and it's a diamond. And their tagline, legit, was KOME... The cum spot on your dial. <laughs> no. What? Legit. That's, really? Yeah. 98.5. <laughs> the cum spot on your dial. What does that even mean? Well, Ben. Really, do, Ben. Do need to talk about <laughs> You have this? a couple of kids. <laughs> Just use your imagination. <clears throat> yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. BBC Radio 1. <laughs> oh, so we're... Um, uh, Lindsay has discovered that uh, we can listen to BBC Radio 2 on the BBC app mm, mm-hmm. on her phone. So like every morning, like this week, we've been just waking up, getting the kids ready for school and stuff. And she's got Radio 2 on. Yeah. And what is what is on Radio 2? Uh, yeah, music that you and I would know. Okay. As opposed to Radio 1, which is music that you and I would not know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Radio 4. Because I, I asked, she was very excited. She was like... Oh my god, we can listen to Radio Two, and it's like she rattled off the names of a few DJs, like people names that I remember, and uh, I was like, okay, great, but why? Radio Two is like what you drink, what you listen to when you're drinking tea, you know, and you're you got your slippers on, and you know, classical so, music. No, it's not classical. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you know, is it like yacht rock? Maybe no, 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 no. It's maybe just it's I'm just not. pop. Classic. It's just pop music, but it's like. It's, it's pop. pop music from a time when we remember versus like. Ariola Grande. <laughs> Ariola? I'm just making stuff up. I don't even know who's big anymore. But that was my point. So I said, why, why aren't, why, can you listen to Radio 1? Like, Radio 1 would be like, you know, current music. And she was like, oh, no, 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 but it's all garbage. I don't want to listen to that. I don't know any nice. of the songs. I'm like, fair. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That Demi Lovato, she's really angry. Well, they played Pearl Jam, for example, on Radio 2. I mean, they probably would, yes. Yeah. What about CCR? Mm. What about. That's a little too class- classic Rocky. Yeah, maybe. What about Sea Champ? <laughs> well, they were playing Belinda Carlisle this morning. Oh, God. Oh, okay. I'm following you now. Yeah. <laughs> Can she do that voice without an effect, or is that an effect? What? The Example. wavy voice. Let's hear it. Who who can? Uh, yeah. No, no, that's like a talent. Some people can just do that. Yeah, that's a talent. Yes. Okay. Some people like it. Like right. some. That's okay. like like what the deep vibrato on the voice. The vibrato. There it is. That's the word. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 
Were you ever stuck recording anybody doing that voice? All the time. Oh, God. Sea <laughs> champ. Uh, I rented a Jeep on the Big Island once. Never do Speaking that. Speaking of rental cars. Never do that. And um, That says rental car. I, I, that, that was fun. The locals that look like me, they just target those. I'm not... I don't care about what anybody thinks. It wasn't about no, that. No, it's I'm not in the that. middle of it's nowhere, like like doing off-roading. Busted into. I what? What? No, I was at like a nice resort. Oh. And all we right. went driving all over the island like every day and did off-roading and checked out secluded beaches and black sand beaches and it was crazy. It was it was beautiful. And then at one point I remember we were going over this sand dune and going down to the beach. And there's nobody around. We didn't see anybody for like an hour. And um, the, it's such a steep, you know, up and then down that the, the um, Jeep was teetering for about three or four seconds on the sand. There was no wheels touching the ground. Hmm. And then finally, the thing kind of, you know, Karen and I just stared at each other in horror, like, oh, my God, that's it. And then finally, somehow it, it teetered forward and we went down this super steep, like, 60 degree hill and ended up on the beach but that thing was unstoppable as a rental car i could not believe what it was capable of we we were driving up rivers that were like i don't know eight eight inches to a foot and a half deep let's say and just cruising up river like on the rocks following another jeep i mean it was just the thing was a machine i was pretty impressed you sound like a current porsche owner actually evan in what way what do you mean um most people that are single or second time Porsche owners, the next thing they buy is a Jeep. Really? Yeah. Well, it does. Where did, where did that stat come from? Porsche. Really? Really. Really. It does kind of fill another whole gap. In the Porsche, it's so fine tuned and so glued to the road, the street only. You know what I mean? It's it's so. one of the reasons why they they doubled down on SUVs. They had gotten some statistics that people were turning over their. I guess at the time, 911s or Boxsters and going to Jeeps. Interesting. Wow. Yep. Well, I guess I better start shopping for a Jeep. Well, I got Ben's my truck. Ben's got my one. Truck. My truck is kind of like yeah, you can my, have mine. It's my Jeep. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a Wrangler. You yeah. Know? You've seen how you've seen how that, my kids treat yeah. that. <laughs> I got a Q5. It'll have a fresh bumper and a new nah. suspension. When it's I ready think to Jeep, go. I think you know Re- Renegade or Wrangler or something like that. Yeah, I'm not, would, not Renegade, not the new one. Honestly, that was when uh, when I was again when I was here in the U in the U.S. when I was a kid. That was, that was the car I wanted, like the the Jeep Wrangler, like the Eagle with the you know the Eagle on the yep. on the hood and. The whole thing that was mm. after the Ferrari. You wanted the, you wanted no, that first, then the Ferrari at the same time, simultaneously. Yeah. He's like my dream garage Jeep yeah. with a Jeep with an Eagle and yeah. Ferrari. Yeah. Those four door Jeeps, like even just the base four door Jeep, is about fifty five grand, brand new. Have you seen like the? Gigant- no, I'm talking like CJ five. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Those are sweet. Yeah. Those are sweet. like eighty two, nineteen eighty one, eighty two. So that like. And you know what? It's really difficult to find one of those that hasn't been fucked with. Oh yeah, really hard. Yeah. My my friend who lives in um, Sacramento that we just visited a couple of weeks ago has one. He's got a. It's like a late seventies one though. And has he fucked with it? No, it's like completely awesome. It's, Does he want to sell it? No, he's had it forever. He uses it for <laughs> hunting, and yeah, it's a pretty incredible 
incredible looking machine. But that's a, like you look on the listings and stuff, and it's they're all like lifted and stripped with a bra yeah. thing on the top, and they're like they've you can even rebody them now. There's a whole like fiberglass body that you can replace it because they they mean they just rust, they yeah. just disintegrate, right? Yeah. Uh, and so you like people are swapping out for like a new crate engine and redoing like the whole body. There's, there's basically nothing left of the original truck. No, it's the frame and largely that's it. Yep. Yeah. yeah this one looked like it's up from the factory. You know, it's pretty, pretty square. Pretty cool. I would love to have like one of the original ones. It's like a mail track. Yeah. It's not that far from that. It's pretty narrow. Yeah. It's not as big as the, uh, the, newer With the ones. tiny tires and. All that nonsense. Yeah, the tiny tires. Well, I don't know. I mean, every now and then I get that that urge for a truck of some description that you know is as modified as anything else we'd own, and then it quickly vanishes from my head when I realize like how terrible they are to drive. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like just trundling to the store or the beach is probably right. Totally like a rational thing that I'd probably get in behind the wheel and be like. I love this thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it's pretty great to drive when you can go to the Home Depot and throw a four by eight sheet of plywood in it and walk away. Yeah. I mean, I think your truck takes that to a totally other level that I respect because one gigantic engine to manual transmission and it is lifted. It looks sweet. It's lifted from the factory. So I didn't mess with it and nobody else did. It's really tall. Four, a four inch lift from the factory. Huh. Was that like an option? High, high boy. Yeah, they did it for a couple of years. High boy. The high boy. Sea champ. Mm, everybody wants the high boy. When, when you, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Did, did you hear that for a second? I went, mm. <laughs> I was like, mm, everybody wants Give the me the high, high boy, sea champ. <laughs> well, if you look on Bring a Trailer, you'll see every, oh, everybody you wants the high boy. Bring a tranny to that high boy. <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear God. Uh, what's the favorite rental car you ever had? You ever have a, 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 a good one, Ben? Yeah. So I, I think I talked before about getting the, the Penske Mustang. Yeah. The Hertz Penske Mustang. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Penske 25 foot, you know, <laughs> rental moving van. I was like, Oh, those are pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else have I had? So I remember I was doing it. I did a bunch of work in, uh, in Denmark and I was going to be, I was like there for two or three days and I got a rental car. And then I, the two or three days that I was there, was like Wednesday through Friday. And then I knew I was going to finish up, uh, you know, kind of a good time on Friday, like early afternoon. And I really wanted to go and see my friend who lived in Hamburg, Germany. And I looked on the map and I was like, do you know what? That's like a three or four hour drive from where I am in Denmark. So I'm going to change my flight. I'm going to fly into Denmark. And I'm going to fly out of Germany back to London and back to the US. Um, and so I, I, I kind of pre-planned all of this. So I could go and hang out uh, with him for the weekend. So then all, all that was left was, well, what am I going to drive? Right. So, I, you know, I pick up a car in Denmark and then I'm going to drive it for three or four hours into Germany and I will be on the Autobahn in Germany. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is an opportunity I can't, like, you know, let slip past me. So I get to the counter and I'm like, well, so what have you got? 
And the guy was like, oh, I've got this and this and this. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I have, <laughs> I, I have this opportunity to drive a rental yeah. car from Denmark to Germany yeah. and I'm going to be on the Autobahn. So it's got to be something like there's at least, you know, a little bit fun, right? So the best we could come up with was um, the Alfa Romeo Stelvio, mm. which is like the little SUV thing. Okay. Was it the Ferrari motor with the twin turbos? No, sadly, no. So the crappy four-cylinder with the turbo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How fast does it go? Still fast. Still fast. Takes a while to get up. Yeah. There, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it will, it'll go 125 something. All right. Like yeah. I think I got it up to 130 once. <laughs> yeah. Downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Meat helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're, they're tuned. Yeah. I mean, it was, bit. it was nice. It was comfortable. It was a yeah. good drive. Um, Leather's nice. You know, I would like I would have enjoyed something, you know, a little bit more given the opportunity, but of course. whatever. More power. Yes. Uh <laughs> what about you, Evan? What's the best rental car you've had? That was it, I think. The Jeep, just because of the sheer places I could go in it that I couldn't go otherwise. There was a part of the big island on the north side of it where there's a four wheel drive road that goes down to that river where that we ended up driving on, and it was so steep it says four wheel drive only. And of course, People being people, they look at that sign. They're like, "Oh, I could make it in my Civic. Oh, I could make it in my two wheel drive pickup truck. Oh, I could make it in you know whatever." So, we're, in, the, in the golf cart, yeah. yeah. Well, we started heading down there, and like literally, it, it was, you know, it's a twenty percent grade minimum. I mean, it was really the steepest road I've ever been on, easily. And uh, there's cars left and right off in the ditches, like not just in the ditches, but down the cliffs too. Wow. I mean, like. I saw, I'd say at least 10 cars, you know, in the couple miles that we went down this road. And then when you get to the bottom, it was magical. There were like waves crashing on the beach and there was these huge palm trees. It was like a palm trees forest right there in this canyon and a river was flowing into the ocean and there were like horses there. They weren't wild horses, but it was like there were unicorns, it, it bunnies, <laughs> double rainbows. I mean, it was, it was the vision you have of Hawaii when you think Hawaii. Cool. And that, that, that was big island. That was the Big Island. And there aren't too many tropical, like, amazing places like that on the Big Island. It's usually, like, black rock for as far as the eye can see. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was thinking, like, Road to Hana on, on right. Maui, which, like, is completely different. No, totally different. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but, so we were actually driving down that one road. We get to the bottom. We have, like, a little packed lunch we brought. And then we continue on the dirt road as far as we can go. And you can kind of see it on the map. It's just a little valley, so it's not that big. And you'd have to turn around and go back up that same hairy road. But as we're doing that, you have to cross a stream or not a stream, but, you know, a river. But it's only about a foot deep and super clear water. You could see the bottom, big rocks. And a Jeep is coming the other way. And we both kind of stop. And I'm thinking, OK, I'm going to go into the river a little bit and let him go. It's just like a one single track kind of car, very small road. And um, he just makes a right and just drives up the, the river. <laughs> you know like it's definitely not a road it's like you know a 30 40 foot wide river it's very wide and he just drives up the river and i look at the wife and i'm like i'm following him you i have to i have to follow him you know that right and sure enough yeah we just drive up the river a couple times like water would come in the side and you know it's not not a big deal but it was amazing i'm like what a machine like what else could you do this in you know not not in your uh fusion or you're not in your hemi your hemi's not going to do it no no but yeah pretty impressive for a rental car not in the gaily available yeah 
every other rental car I think I've had is just some boring. Really? You name it. Huh. A lot of verses in my rental car history. <laughs> Versus. Nissan, Nissan Versa. Was it a note? I didn't have a note. What? No. I didn't think they made anything that wasn't a note. Wait, what is a note? I thought a note was a, a model of Nissan car. Yeah, the Versa. The oh. Versa note. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Wait, didn't you? Like, wait, hold on. Yeah. You bought a car instead of renting one. Once. I did. <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> You needed to rent a car and then yeah, he bought it. Yeah, you know, he bought a car when they were on vacation just to use it while they were on vacation. Okay, okay. We were in Europe for <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. We were in I, Europe I've for heard four of people weeks, doing that. And when we were here, Anna was like, It's gonna be like three grand to buy a car. Or not buy a car, rent a car. I was like, that's insane. I can't Europe, super expensive to rent a car. Why is that, Ben? Is it the taxes? Yeah, cars are expensive. Insurance is expensive. Basically, everything's expensive. Fair. So it costs the rental company more money to buy the car, to insure it, to cover it, to do all the taxes and all of that stuff. Yeah. So they just pass all of that on to you. So 3K <laughs> for three weeks to rent a car. And then all of a sudden, I'm presented with, well, we could just lease a car for the three weeks and it's only like 1800 bucks. I was like, are you kidding me? It's How does like, that work? <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. How, how do you re- just return the car? Yeah, no, I just. Uh, so uh, Renault. Okay. Peugeot. What's the one that starts with a D? Dacia? Da- Dacia? Citroen. Citroen. They do well, it? But it's like, yeah, whatever it is. That that unit. I. I go back. Whatever to the, that thing I go back is. to the UK and I see whole new car brands, and I'm like, "What's that?" And everybody's like, "Oh, it's a Citroen." I'm like, "It doesn't say that anymore." No, <laughs> no, and they're all the same, right? It's like Peugeot, yeah, all of them, yep, yeah. uh, Ferrari, all the same, um, Chrysler, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. Like, yeah. They they just add like another letter to that thing. Like, wasn't it like FCA at some point? Now it's like PFCA. It's like D apostrophe two nine. Or, yeah. yeah, it's like Elon Musk's kids' names. Yeah. Um, so we show up to the Peugeot dealer in Spain and they're like, here's your brand new Peugeot. (laughs) It was like, okay, this is really weird. Like the car comes rolling out, has like three kilometers on it. Like paperwork, like plastic and everything. All All of it. Like, you know, let us pull the plastic off the seats. Let's. You know, I mean, this is Europe, so they like a real, a real ownership experience that you're getting. Here's the manual and the two keys. Don't lose the <laughs> don't lose the keys. Like that, yeah. losing the keys bad. Um, and essentially, we are. Do they do they give you like a like a like a track experience with it? <laughs> I was thinking that that'd be great. Pug life, yo. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we're seventeen kilometers away from the dealership at that point. It's 103 degrees outside, and my son throws up in the back. Oh. So this is a brand new car. Brand new car, and he barfs in the back. <laughs> like a little bit or like a whole lot? Oh, like a lot. Yeah, wow. like a full Spanish meal in the back. Yeah, mm. pug life. So that was that's a great experience. But yeah, so, and what, then, so uh, what's so the then we dumped, we dumped the thing off in Italy, and I was like, I, I asked the woman, what happens? Yeah. And she's like, so here's the great thing about, you know, when you lease a car short term in Europe, we can't sell it as new. 
Yeah. It's now a used car. Yeah, that makes sense, especially since there's barf in the back. Um, but essentially, we've paid all the taxes, all of the licensing. <laughs> when you say we, you mean you. I have paid all <laughs> right. the taxes, the licensing, and essentially the uh, destination fee and the first year of whatever the tax. Road tax. Uh, the decreased value. The, oh, depreciation. The depreciation on the car. So whoever buys it next, which it's already sold, bargain. It's already they've already pre-sold it, right? They've pre-sold yeah. it. It's the craziest thing. So it's when like, you when you bought it, you said I'm going to drop this off. No, that's and, the whole deal. They know they know you're. No, you tell them it. where you tell you're them dropping it off. It's like for three weeks. You're only going to have the car for four weeks, three yeah. weeks, four weeks. It's like a whole thing. Like they, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there was nothing special about this. It wasn't like somehow I found I mean, some but, So, by the way, this ball. is a legit... I'm just looking at Evan. This is a legit program. You go to the Citroen or Peugeot or or, uh, or um, Renault websites, and there's a whole section on yep. like how to do this. That's right. It's, a li- it's like a pro tip. You know, it's a life pro tip. Kind of. This is good. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, hey, stupid American, pay all the depreciation, taxes, destination fee, and licensing for the first year of these other owners. They're going to take possession of the car when you're done with it barf included yeah and you know it's a discount for them because it's not a brand new car but it's a brand new car and i mean you know thankfully we were gentle with the pug i mean how many like, how many miles did you did have on it when you uh, about it 600 600 miles yeah i mean the conversion it was a little over a thousand kilometers okay. we'd put so, on it like i mean we drove we drove it essentially from the outskirts of barcelona to milan okay yeah that's probably about thousand twelve hundred miles something like that i mean kilometers the only thing I thought about in that drive. What? Why can't I stop in Monaco? Yeah. Like I passed it. I looked at it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, could we? You can, you can just feel... drive. You can drive the roads, which I... are the circuit. Yep. And <laughs> somehow that. Didn't Did, it didn't happen. No, we were on a timeline. So. Uh, so that's really cool. It was cool. Uh, Minus I, the Monaco part. I love the idea that right now, so you you start you dropped it off in Italy, Milan. So it was to be registered in in Italy. It was an Italian registration car, yes. So it had an Italian plate. It had on it? Italian plates on it when we got it, even though we picked it up in Spain. Cool. So somebody's driving around that that Peugeot in Italy right now, and this metallic prob- strawberry. Metallic strawberry. What model? something three eight? Well, probably 308 308 Peugeot 308 metallic strawberry what year because if you're out there I just want you to see if there's any barf still in the car <laughs> <laughs> that was 2019 the back seat. <laughs> 20 it's a 2019 pug yeah that Alex threw up in mm-hmm. a little bit of Alex in 10 years time we should reunite him with that car <laughs> You know, I um, that'll be his buy, first car. I would buy him that car as a first car. Yeah, three cylinders, perfect. Kind of half a turbo, <laughs> like terrible, but relatively safe and relatively slow. Yeah, perfect car for him. Yep, he's half a chick. Pug would be perfect. Hey, I learned to drive on a Peugeot, so you know. Yeah, but this one Peugeots were still cool. I wanted a Peugeot, like when you were. 
when you're like the one that your parents have. I wanted that car as a kid. I was yeah. like, that thing's amazing. What the five hundred four? Yeah, because yeah, I because yeah. I learned to drive on a one hundred five. So yeah, even better. The five hundred four though, I I mean, non estate like the estate's just weird as we talked yeah. about last time. Yeah, but the non estate ones were cool. Yeah, when you learned to drive, was your is it just like kind of you and your dad or something like that? Actually, like my just, mom taught me to drive. Okay, really? Same yep. turn Did she have more right. patience than your father? Uh, I yeah maybe I think she was just because she was more around. Yeah, he was working and stuff, so yeah, I mean, he, she was just more around. My mom took the first swing at it, but then my dad had to step in. <laughs> was it a stick shift? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. First car I learned to drive was a stick shift. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. But I had to walk home two miles because my dad and I just got into it too many times. Really? Yeah. You're just like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. It was kind of like, you know, we kept switching, you know, okay, you drive, then I'll show you, and I drive, you show you, and then next thing you know, I got out to go get in the passenger seat, and instead of doing that, I just walked off. You're like, I gotta go. That's interesting. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not true. I do remember, I do remember like learning to drive. I remember that, those moments. Um, and it was all like me. It was like there was no switching out. It was just like, well, you've sat and watched this enough times, so you're just gonna we're gonna go to the parking lot and you're yeah. gonna go figure this out. Yeah. Did you get top tips from either of your parents? Like, hey, you know, here's how to pop the clutch if for some reason the battery's dead or any of those things. <laughs> I don't remember that. So no. My my mom did tell me a, a story that she had. Um, I guess no. The story she told me was like that she'd had a boyfriend who had taught her how to um, double clutch Ah. and like rev match. Solid. So she was teaching me how to do that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's some history. My my dad was amazing in this regard. It was like, here's here's how to rev match, right? Like, say the clutch goes out. Yeah. So you can get home. Then the next time I show up, not the next time, but somewhere along the lines in my driving, like I show up and the car has no wheel. Solve the problem. Steering wheel? No, regular wheels, like no wheel and tire. Just one. Before you can go, solve the problem. Like no instruction, no, like the jack is here, the spare is here. Like solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that that never happened to me. And (laughs) I mean, those are things that... That's great. Honestly, I appreciate because I have friends that are my age, they're in their 50s, that don't know how to change a spare. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Like, don't know where to look for the spare, don't know where the jack is, don't know how a jack works. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, I mean, my kids, like, they're not old enough to, like, really learn this stuff, but they see me doing it, and and I look at them and I go, well, here's an opportunity to explain to you why we do this in this order. So. Even if they're not going to do it now, like the you're laying the groundwork yeah. to say, hey, you need to understand how to do this. Yeah. Charlie takes off the rear tire of my GS, the motorcycle. It's pretty simple. You just put it up on the center stand, and it's five bolts oh, and cool. then a couple other bolts of this little. And she does that fender, and then yeah, she does. Is it. that because there's no uh, there's no Since arm like on the six. right side? Right, it's just a single sided swing arm, so it's very simple. Do I have it right, it's no on the chain. Right. Yep, it's it's on the left. So everything's wide open on the right. You, just like a car tire, you just yeah. pop, pop it off. Not a big deal. So, but just those basics right there. Plus, it's really cute to watch her with the tools. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you just reminded me, though, when you were saying, like, when you turned up for it, and he was like, you know, there's no wheel on the car, like, solve the problem. It, all I could think of is um, one of the last 
flying lessons you have before you're allowed to go solo. And this is what my instructor did to me. It's like you take off, you fly five or 10 minutes, you climb up to a decent altitude. And, and he's like, okay, so I want you to turn 180 degrees. So you'd like do a 180 degree turn and you're like, and he goes to me, can you see the airport? I'm like, yes. And he goes, great. And then he grabs the throttle, turns the engine off. And he's like, now land. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, so, it's solve the, the problem. Thing. It's like, and, uh, and it's like, so did you make it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here now. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Sea jams. No shit. Yeah. That's awesome. But you like you declare like, you know, simulated emergency and you do the whole thing and you you're know, like, you, he, my you've instructor's already, a fucker. No, you've <laughs> already practiced this all of this, but you know, you don't expect it. And that's the whole point. Like yeah. and that's what your dad did. Yeah. He's like, you're not expecting this. I'm going to throw you a curveball and you have to deal with it. Yep. You have that's to figure to this you have to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah, he did all kinds of stuff like that. Like that one in particular, he'd thrown the regular wheel underneath the car. So it wasn't just like, let the jack down. Right. It's like, where's the tire? You know, like you clear the obstacle before you take off out of the garage. You know, it's yep. like, you know, other times, you know, remove the, not take the distributor cap out of the motor, but like pull the distributor cap off the distributor and like, again, how do you solve this? Like, is it a line? Do you know how to align the cap? Like, yeah, I think mainly he was worried that if he didn't give me that level of instruction and the types of cars that I was going to be driving, that I'd be screwed and he wouldn't be around. And then it was like, he was going to have to come drive to pick me up. So, yeah. But it's funny. Like you, uh, uh, you mentioned like popping the clutch. Yeah. Um, I can think of, like two occasions when I've had to do stuff like that. Like one, one, uh, and I, this is, this is really weird, but both occasions we're in the Mitsubishi Shogun. Mm. One, the clutch was completely burnt out, like utterly destroyed, like not from anything we were doing, but like it was just done. Right. So we literally like broke down on the top of a hill and we had to figure out how to turn around and then roll down the hill and, you know, did the thing. The other one is like, I'm pretty sure we, uh, like a friend of mine and I, we, we'd gone and parked the car and then gone on the train and gone and done something. And then like hours later, come back to pick up the car from the, you know, from the parking lot and battery was dead mm. and we were like stuck. So like, like that, it's like, you're completely stuck. You're in the middle of nowhere. And there's like, there's no Uber, right? There's nah. there's nobody coming to get you. It's there's like, no cell phone. Right. There's no cell phones. There's no Uber. Like nobody's like you're you have to figure this out. Yeah. You know? So it was like that was the thing. We were like both of us like pushing the huge Mitsubishi SUV thing down the like the dirt road to get enough speed and then jumping in the car and throwing it in gear and dropping the clutch to try and get it started. And we did. Yeah. Um and it's funny, I have I've never I've never really thought about that memory until now. Yeah, I mean, those are the things, though, that most people at this point aren't going to have a good framework for. Like, I don't even know. You could do that in most cars today. Uh, I mean, I think if you have a manual transmission car, you still can probably oh yeah, jump it. But only a manual. Yeah. Only a manual, yep. Yeah. I mean, you can't do that with an automatic. But it's like, yeah, there's like little tips and tricks that you learn. It's like, never try and jumpstart the car in first gear. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> you know, it's motorcycle too yeah those things it's always you know 
it's it's like a lost art in some way um that if you don't have knowledge of you're stranded yeah I, I guess i figured all that out on my own i never really i've always felt like a gearhead but it didn't come from my family at all and my father ended up never being able to teach me how to drive a stick i just stole my brother's car when he was away for a weekend somewhere and just just jerked it out of the garage <laughs> and you know made a ton of horrible noises and people were laughing at me at stoplights but an hour and a half later i just figured it out yeah i mean i think in some ways my dad tuned it up a little too far i mean my first car was a 66 volkswagen bug which like most german cars up to the 90s Move closer to the microphone. Sorry. Um, the pedals come out of the floor, um, which is a challenge in and of itself. Secondly, no power steering, no power brakes. So everything was max difficulty, right? And, you know, I think when you're learning to do something, as the three of us learned, probably all on stick shifts, it's a lot to process in in a go. And I think... I mean, I failed my driving test the first time. Um, I passed it the second time. And both my mother and father were surprised that I was able to pass it the second time. And what they never knew was I borrowed two different friends' Honda Accords. One was a 77, which was a stick shift. And the other was an 83, which was an automatic. And I practiced driving the daylights out of like I rehearsed the test like okay how do you parallel park how do you you know pull out in traffic how do you do all these things and you know thankfully I mean completely illegally but I had two friends that had driver's license that were willing to let me drive their car like after midnight when there was no traffic so that I could figure all this shit out so the driving part rather than the rather than the making the car drive part yes like because I could drive the car yeah. but like there was so much going on yeah. with the volkswagen that literally it was like there's no way i'm gonna be able to parallel park this thing without screwing up there's no way i'm gonna be able to like learn to take off you know cleanly in traffic yeah did that did they did they make you do hill, hill starts here yep they did when i was a kid i don't know that they do that anymore yeah i don't i don't remember doing that well i lived in florida there, was, there were no hills i mean and there was nothing like San Francisco here, but there was an incline in where I took the test where you had to kind of, you know, start from a stop basically and get going. So the whole thing in the UK was that, you know, have the, I don't know what you call it, like a ballpoint pen biro. Yeah. Yeah. Biro. Yep. So the whole point was that your instructor would like get out of the car and then he would put a biro underneath the, the wheel, the, the tire at the front. Right. And then you'd have to stop, you know, you have to start from a stationary and move forward, right? And but if you rolled back and you crushed the pen, that was you were failed. That was it. <laughs> wow. And he'd like put it uh, in like the crevice between the, the pavement on, and the tire. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So so that was a that lot, a lot of burn clutches. Yeah, a lot of burn clutches. So that was yeah. the standard that you had to kind of achieve. That like when you when you did a standing start on a hill or a hill start in a manual car, you could not the car could not move backwards like even at all even like half an inch yeah wow. less than that's that. insane that is tough yeah 
Uh, my 07335i, I was pleasantly surprised. I've had it for four years, but when I first got it, it was the first car I had ever owned that was a manual that had the automatic braking on the hill. You know, it, oh, it the had, hill. It had yeah. the incline hill ascent or uh, whatever they call sensor it. in it. Yeah, and it, for about three seconds, as soon as you let off the clutch or whatever, it just completely locks you and it just lets you take off no matter how steep the hill is. It's pretty nice. Yeah, we were in San Francisco a couple weeks ago and you know super steep hill i think we we're on california i was just thinking california that is the steepest that i can think of yeah that where there's like a stop sign or At stop the masonic light. like near, near yeah. The, yeah. yeah 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 like right in front of the fairmont basically yep. and we're in the q5 <laughs> and perfect vehicle for that perfect vehicle so we uh we get to the top of the hill and i we're next up but somebody's coming you know to my left to cross the street that way and let off the brake thinking, Oh, I'm going to start rolling so I can push the gas in. And it did exactly what you said. It's just like locks. Yep. It's like, wait a minute. What yeah, just happened it's, here? It's, it's like, weird. does this actually exist on this thing? And it's just sitting there. Yep. It's like, this is so weird. Cause like none of my other car, I actually, I think, Somehow the weight saving of the GT4, like I think the GT4 actually does that as well. I think my 911 definitely has that feature. Wow, well, I yeah. mean, it's all. I mean, gauges come on, of course. And the heavy chairs. Uh, speaking of California Street, I took the truck up there to go see John Grant, this musician at the Masonic with Karen, a couple years ago, and it's a '77 F250. You know, it's big vehicle, and when there's cars in front of you at the stop sign, you're not on the flat part of the street yet the cross street yeah you are still at that you're still in yeah, the incline you know that yes. big incline and with how as big as my hood is you literally can't see the car in front of you you don't know if they went past the stop sign yet or what you know once you're once you're next you know what i mean you, you can't see if there's people there you're like just looking off and all you see is sky in front of you right in the middle of the city it's, it was a surreal experience i remember karen had to stick her head out the window to tell me you can make a right turn because <laughs> i literally oh, wow. could not see and then same thing. I probably spent $18 just passing that one stop sign, <laughs> just stepping on that gas and trying not to roll backwards. Because that thing rolls backwards and it's going to like it's gonna monster truck a car. Yeah, you know? totally. But uh, I, I remember thinking that probably just I could feel my wallet getting lighter as watch the gauge move with every stop sign. Yeah, it's funny. For all the years that I lived in San Francisco, I never had an automatic car. Wow. And my ex-wife never had an automatic car. We always drove sticks everywhere. Great practice. Yeah, it's great. It just seemed yeah. like a no-brainer. Neither one of us wanted to own an automatic transmission car, and so we just run, so the, what, so run what we brung. So the yep. interesting thing about uh, about like driving like that, and you know, starting on inclines and, and stuff like that, is that you really you really have to have a proper handbrake. Yeah, I. Yeah, you do. I remember. I, I, I remember using that. my handbrake. So that was sure. that, and that was the memory I was just like remembering. It's like practicing, like getting the bite point and getting the the getting a, the synchronization between you know you moving off and letting the handbrake go yeah. at the same time. Now, was that, that something the the driving instructor would let slide with the pen? W was he expecting you to use the handbrake? You have to use the handbrake. You have to use the handbrake. Yeah, you have there's to. No way. Yeah. So you, you'd be well, hold, you're, you're holding on the handbrake until you can feel that you've the got torque the torque. You can kicks in. So yeah. you feel you've got the bite point between the yeah. and, and the revs and the, and the bite point is correct on the on the clutch, and then 
you it's this it's like a single motion where you're letting the handbrake off at the same time as you're applying a little bit more gas so that you can move off yeah right? yeah i just um, thought maybe they would think that was cheating or something well no you have to start off with the handbrake All right so i don't know i can picture i feel like i've done that where maybe it's my heel hitting the gas or something while i'm still applying the brake and then slowly letting the clutch out nope no, That'd be awesome. Not if you're like heel towing. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to do that. Yeah. I think I just do. I'll break the pen, <laughs> probably the length of the pen, uh-huh. and, and then I'm good to go. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You're like, what if I buy you a new pen? Would you pass me then? No. How about a whole pack of pens? I think in the UK that's like real too. currency. <laughs> that's real currency right there. They're just like, you know, you just save the people five bucks, five quid. Yeah. What have we talked about this evening so far? Are you trying to end this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about rental cars. We've yep. talked about crashing cars and getting a rental car. And what's your favorite uh, place to bring the car when it when it gets crashed? <laughs> crash Champions. <laughs> oh, God. Tonight's yeah. podcast is sponsored by <laughs> crash, crash Champions. Known colloquially as Secret. That, I mean, that must be costing CGS. you like hundreds of dollars. What is <laughs> getting that fixed? It's like twenty seven hundred bucks, thousand dollar deductible. It could have been a lot worse. That's I was that's hoping it was a lot worse. Yeah, I, know. I mean, a thousand dollar deductible. I'm like, hey, if we're doing like ten k worth of damage, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, they might find us up some supplemental damage that'd once they open it up. That'd know? be great. It'd be so awesome if they were like, hey, those sensors Audi doesn't make anymore, so the whole car needs to be thrown away. Yeah. Just find a, a wiring loom that they don't make anymore because they bombed the factory in in uh, Czechoslovakia. Did they bomb the factory in Czechoslovakia? I don't know if it was Czech- Well, just tell no, them No, it was that's Ukraine. They so they, they did. Like, there was a wiring factory that got destroyed Oh, yeah, in, that's in right. Ukraine. The wiring harness company. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure it's one of those, and then you'll be good. I think that thing was actually made in Germany, sadly. <laughs> like every other car I've had. Sadly, was... my, and my German car was made in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you own a 986 or a 996 Porsche, you kind of hope that it was made in Finland. <laughs> right. Uh, which is hilarious because a lot of the friends that have 986 Boxsters, the, the one which... They're a bit of a rarity, the ones that were made in Germany. This is what I've been told. I don't have knowledge here. Um, they're a bit of a rarity, but every person I know that has one that was actually made in Germany, done. Really? Yeah, and the one that I have was made in Finland. The only thing that's been replaced on that car breaks. It's had a set of brake pads, and it has 118,000 miles on it. Wow. It probably needs a new clutch because I let my that's wife incredible. it yesterday. <laughs> I'm not sure she could do that much damage in one day. I don't think so. Really? No. Really, Ben? Really? <laughs> really, Evan? Have you met her? <laughs> yeah. There hey, she le- I'm sure she learned to drive in England and would, have had, would have had yeah. to have passed the biro test as she well. Did. She uh, got her driver's license on a Toyota Tercel 4-track. There you go. Manual. SR5. A lot of, lot of 
numbers and letters. The B129315. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we never had those in this country, and they certainly, even if we did have them, I'm sure they would not have come with manual transmissions. It sounds like a vitamin. B12. Yeah. I think that's Nissan, actually. He's talking. I don't want to bring my car there anymore because it's called Crash Champions. <laughs> I know. I know. I, feel I can't so bad. support a company whose marketing department is so... They sold out, Evan. Sophomoric. They sold out. Ugh. Pan American sold to C-Champs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a whole weird consolidation with those things, which I think if you are paying to have a car repaired yourself, probably makes some sense because they've controlled costs to a point where everything's pretty predictable. Like, I would take... A Porsche there to get yeah. fixed. My bottom line with, you know, collision work is, can you make it look good? Yeah. And not have me wondering what happened. Yep. And can you be responsible for it if you do screw it up? Will you do the right thing? And they have the work. Crash C champs will. Sea champs has the wherewithal. <laughs> yeah, when I had the work done on the, on the Audi, that's like a lifetime warranty thing. The guy was like, if you ever have any problem with this ever, yeah, bring it back. We'll take care of it. Crash Champions also does that. <laughs> yeah, Ben didn't go to Lifetime C Champs. He champ. went to like F F me or F F this or F Champs. When or... you go to Crash Champions, you're a lifetime champion. <laughs> champions for Every life. Hey, uh, this is, we're doing their marketing for them. Everyone's a champion at Crash Champions. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! You know we should, so we, should we should sell this to them. So the sad thing is uh, when I was a consultant, I was doing a bunch of work for Pan American, analyzing mm. their uh, their processes, which maybe, you know, those have been absorbed into C-Champs. <laughs> well, I did like the, that the place used to be a real family business. So and, and a bunch could, of the family still, still work. They yeah. still work there, but they now don't work for themselves. They work for C-Champs. <laughs> if that is not their... their uh, you know, whatever it is on the NASDAQ, they really need to. <laughs> you think they're on the NASDAQ? Sea champs? Dude, I don't know. They <laughs> might be. Like, the. the like, CCMP. Well, Everyone's a winner. It's Sea Champ. <laughs> <laughs> I found this podcast, Ben. It's called Driving While Awesome. <laughs> oh, those guys are going to hate us. Is that a podcast? <laughs> Oh, never heard of it. Uh -huh. Never, never heard of it. And I'm not even kidding. I've heard of Driving While Awesome, but I assumed it was just like a a car club, like people would meet up on the no, weekends. No, no, that's the it no. It's, all a, it's a bunch podcast. of guys that thought they could make a whole brand out of just talking shit on a podcast. Oh wait, that's what we're doing oh. <laughs> tonight on Dads with Cars. We talk about rental cars, experiences with our own fathers teaching us to drive, a crash happened, getting a rental car from a unpredictable uh, source like San Jose Mineta. Thank you. Airport. And sponsored by Sea <laughs> Champs. Crash Champions. Crash Champions. <laughs> Everyone's a winner at Crash Champions. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pro at Crash Champions. You're first on the list at Crash Champions. <laughs> Order now. Like maybe limited. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not first, you're last at Crash Champion. If you're not first, you're next at yeah. Crash Champion. Front enders, rear enders. Everybody's a winner. <laughs> Second place is loser at Crash Champion. T boning.